Time to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. So much for us to talk about with him this morning, but Vaughn, unfortunately, not a lot of it is good. No, it's getting a little crowded here among the pandemic pessimists. <laughs> I uh, felt a little lonely a couple of months ago uh, preaching that, but uh, now it seems like everybody <laughs> is worried. They should be. Um, Agreed. The, the news is, you know, do we go? Well, first of all, we don't even really know the situation here in British Columbia. I mean, this is government has claimed repeatedly that they're the most open and transparent uh, jurisdiction in the known universe, but their numbers are lagging seriously. We don't really know the situation with variants here. We're now hearing doctors speaking out about the situation they're actually facing in the real world of the hospitals and the ICU units, young people coming in, uh, concerns about the Brazilian variant. For a long, this time last year, Simi, you'll recall that there was a general broad consensus that we would just let Dr. Bonnie Henry and Adrian Dix do all the talking on this issue, and we'd try to make sure the public got a single message. I think one of the most disturbing things that has emerged in the last couple of weeks is, a, I think, a shaking of confidence in uh, public health, BC Center for Disease Control, Dr. Henry, Adrian Dix, it is nothing personal. It's just that it's clear they were behind the curve on the rising third wave here in BC, and some of our numbers aren't coming as fast as they should be. Testing isn't being done at the level it should be, and as a result, I think people are going, what's the real situation here? And yeah. I don't think we know. I don't think we do either. I've become a little disturbed by, you know, things that you hear about places being vaccinated and they're not on the actual list. And you're thinking, well, if they're getting vaccinated, I'm sure there's a good reason. But is there an outbreak there? And if so, why haven't we heard about it? Yeah. Yeah, And, uh, you know, the rising concern about the schools and then you go to the rules that, wait a minute, why are they being enforced? Like, why are they getting away with driving out the health inspectors? In, in a restaurant, why, with a restaurant association saying, to be fair to all restaurants, these rules should be enforced and people are getting away with it. Um, you know, what will bring it home? I think, as I said, the reports out of the healthcare system about young people, which to me raises the question whether we should be diverting some of our limited supplies of vaccine to young people because they're getting this at per, pretty ferocious rate. Um, Will it be the Vancouver Canucks that everybody goes, wow, this thing is serious? Yeah, I think it will be, though. <laughs> the Canucks. I mean, it's not funny, but it is. there is a, a sort of a black humor aspect of this, which is what does it take to get British Columbians and our own government to realize that we're not isolated from what's been happening all over the world. I, I, it was a good piece in the New York Times on Sunday, which yeah. I recommend to you. It was on the front page of the Sunday paper. And so the United States is, I think, other than the U.K., vaccinated more people than anywhere in the world. They've got more supply. They don't have a shortage, right? They've got – and they're worried about variants. I see that the Whistler outbreak with the uh, – Brazilian variant made the New York Times on on Sunday. That's a proud moment for British Columbia. And there, you know, one of the quotes in there, which I was really struck by, was a British researcher saying, you know, evolution isn't on our side. The viruses evolve faster than, than people do. 
they've evolved really quickly, and we've already got two or three that are causing huge concern. In the UK, they only managed to get the, it's called the the British, the UK variant, because that's where it was first detected, but they only managed to get that under control with a three-month lockdown and massive vaccination, much more than we have. I also think, you know, with this long weekend, when all the signs were there, the people weren't going to listen, right? Yeah, that people yeah. were still going and to travel. And, 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 no, and they didn't. And they went to restaurants and they did all these things. Why didn't we make sure that we were cracking down this weekend so that we could send that public message to people that we are serious about this? It makes it seem like the government is not serious about this. Yeah. Well, you know, the government leans on BC ferries regularly when they're worried about you know, service levels and fares and subsidies for seniors, and they're leaning on them to try to get them to build their ships here. But BC Ferries announced extra sailings last week. And I know that BC Ferries, a lot of BC Ferries sail back and forth because people work in one place and live in the other. People go to the mainland for medical appointments, although I don't think a lot of them are doing that on the weekend. Uh, We need the ferries because most of the goods that come to us here on the island come on the ferry. So I I get all that. But why are you putting extra sailings on on a holiday weekend when people aren't supposed to be traveling on the holiday weekend? Ferries say, well, traffic is down 50% based on last Easter. Well, maybe it should be down more than that. Again, it's, it's not... You know, there's a lot of finger-pointing and a lot of blaming. Okay, I, I get that what we mainly need to do is get control of this. But I was struck, as I think you were as well, Simi, by by Adrian Dix going on social media on the weekend, mm-hmm. reminding everybody to follow the rules. Minister, the barn door is flapping wide open late. behind yeah. you. Do something to make people follow the rules. Yeah, I think we've reached that stage, and I expect we will hear this week um, that they are going to uh, crack down on the on the rule breakers. I think we will see action on that. I, I think that might be a holiday weekend function. I think we'll get numbers again. Um, there, there's they don't usually release numbers on the weekend. Um, I think they're releasing numbers this weekend because they didn't want them all to show up in a great yeah. whack on Tuesday. I mean, we're breaking the record every day. But, you know, but, the virus uh, doesn't take a long bad. weekend. The virus doesn't take a long weekend. Why are we still operating like, oh, yeah, we're just going to take our long weekend as normal? Well, I think, you know, British Columbia has been cruising along. Um like, uh, you know, we got into this mode in the first wave because we did really well. In the second wave, well, you know, there was an election and maybe we're in denial and it was growing faster, but the politicians weren't focused on it. Um, yeah, I was struck by something that Dr. Henry said a few weeks ago that looking back on the second wave now, she wishes she'd followed her spidey sense that she thought stuff should have been done sooner. She worked with her team, and they weren't as concerned. But now, looking back, she thinks that she should have acted sooner on the second wave. Well, again, with all respect to her, what has her spidey sense been telling her since January, since mid-February, when the numbers started to climb? It's, It's been with us for a while, and... 
you know, I agree. Blaming and shaming, uh, there'll be plenty of time for a public inquiry. I hope there will be one when all this is over so we can learn what we should have learned and acted sooner on. But right now, I think the overwhelming question, I think, for people is how serious is our government about this? Because they're not acting like they're as serious exactly. as they need to be. They should be ahead of the curve on this. They shouldn't be chasing a, a it. thing where, you know, second guessers on the sideline like me are going, I think you need to be doing more. Uh, let's talk just quickly about the vaccine situation, yeah. too. So they're expanding that AstraZeneca 55 to 65 to outside of Metro Vancouver. Yes, they are. So the 55 to 65, there's more AstraZeneca, and it will be expanded outside Vancouver. And this time the pharmacies are saying uh, they won't just be favoring their own customers. It'll be available to everyone who calls in, first come, first serve, though. The other thing people might want to be checking today is the province-wide app for online for general registration. So that's people like me, the general population, uh, by age cohort. That app, they will be posting information on the on the health region websites today. It goes live tomorrow morning, and fingers crossed, it wouldn't be the first time that the first day it didn't go all that well, but it does go province-wide Starting tomorrow, we will transition to online registration for vaccination from phone-in. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the age cohort as of Friday was 72. I think, based on the arrivals of vaccine, they will probably add 71 and 70 this week. But we'll see. Okay, and Vaughn, just on a completely different note, if you need something like a little entertainment, perhaps to take your minds off all of this, I have the perfect movie for you to watch. Oh, good. Yes, yes, good. And I know you'll just love it. I watched it on the weekend. I absolutely loved it. It was Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I watched Nomadland on the weekend. Oh, and look, I, that's a happy movie. Come I, on. It's really a laugh a minute. It's a brilliant film, though. It really is. It's uncanny. Uh, the performances, particularly by the amateurs, and, uh, you know, it really is. It's an I'll amazing piece one. of work. I'll get to that one, but I needed something a little yeah. just mindless. Godzilla on the, versus Kong. It's okay. great. Okay, come on. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. Trust me. You'll have a good laugh. Monster <laughs> okay. Smash. It's excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Vaughn. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun.